0: that we've got to fight harder and harder for advertising revenues Uh, and one of the things we set out to do was to look at that the small and medium-sized businesses across the UK, knowing that most of, under half of them, actually bother to advertise at all. So we wanted to know why they're not advertising. We wanted to know whether we could help them over that line to see whether we could help them build and grow their business. And the main purpose of this, if I'm, you know, we're not entirely altruistic, is that we want to have a body of evidence going back to government to say, if we, as an advertising industry, can do this working together, Imagine what you could do, O government, in terms of boosting the regional economy, boosting the small business sector, and I've never come across any government that doesn't want to achieve those two things. So um, I've done this, I'm leading the project with the Advertising Association in the UK. And the reason why we, that is the perfect place to do it is because the Advertising Association brings together media owners, advertising agencies, and brands. So we've got the whole, uh, we've got the whole panoply. We've got everybody we need in the room to devise uh, advertising campaigns and get them in the right place and get them to the right people. So again, I'll say with the collaboration word in mind, Sometimes this actually means that you're talking to brands about multimedia campaign, multi-platform campaigns, which might not even involve radio. So that's kind of a bit of a stretch for us, isn't it, for me, representing radio. But I know that the greater prize is worth fighting for. So that's why we're in it together. So... um, And here's a compelling reason for us to try and boost that. The 23 billion is the overall value of the UK advertising market. And we've set ourselves a goal of boosting that by 10% over the next three years, uh, which is quite ambitious, especially when we consider the sector, which is not the easiest one to deal with. The challenge that we face is that, yeah, as I said, only 43% of small businesses actually advertise at all. The majority you tend to use single channel, and that can obviously, honestly be a bit hit and miss. Sometimes they might have tried something once, and then it doesn't work, so they think, oh, advertising is not for me. Uh, and they have a, a relatively small amount of money, therefore, as part of the UK advertising spend. So there are a number of obstacles that we have to overcome. This is where they currently advertise. You see that more and more of them are going online because it's just so much easier to go online. They can feel that it's very effective. They can feel that they're getting instant data and, and seeing straight away where their consumers are. But if you go back to Mark Barber's um, ubiquity slides about the return on investment that certainly radio can deliver and many of the other media there, then you know, there's a bit of education involved in the sector as well. So there are a number of barriers, so he said about finding out why do a lot of these small businesses not actually advertise? Well, first and foremost is they don't actually know enough about it. They really don't know how to do it, and they feel a bit nervous about even trying. Second is they don't know what channel to go for, so therefore think it's all too difficult. And mainly it's because they don't understand what advertising can deliver to, uh, in return on investment in terms of boosting their actual business. So that's why we put the project together. Um, it's to, an, an attempt to tackle those perceptions that we know are quite strong in the market. So this is where we've got to. We've got a team from across the uh, Advertising Association, including local agencies, media owners, uh, the most difficult thing, the single most difficult thing, has been to identify the types of businesses that will actually benefit from this campaign. So you need to find them at just at the, on the cusp of growth, and there's certain others that I'll come on to afterwards that really can benefit from this. And most critically, we have needed to enlist the support of government or local government uh, in order to really boost our chances of actually making anything happen. So we've chosen two pilot areas. Uh, we've chosen Scotland and the West Midlands. On this map, I think the West Midlands has moved a little bit more towards Wales than it actually is, but I'm just uh, it's not entirely representative. Uh, and the reason that we've chosen those two areas is because the elements of national or local government is very, very strong. So clearly in Scotland, the Nats are Nats uh, have been in government for some time. And they're very, very interested in any, anything that will give, the, give their country a boost. So we've had a lot of support from the Scottish government. And similarly in West Midlands, they've got a highly political mayor, Andy Street, who used to be the chief executive of John Lewis. For many years, and he too is really trying to put that region on the map. So we knew that we could work very, very closely with governments, which is a critical part of, of what we're trying to do here. These are the sorts of businesses we have learnt that are most likely to benefit from uh, an integrated advertising marketing campaign and lots of advice about it. So they'll either be at the early stages when a consumer-facing brand and they've got lots of investment behind them, or they're more established and maybe on the cusp of going to the next scale, but you know, haven't thought that marketing might be the thing that could take them into the next league. Or they're just older businesses that have reached a certain stage. And probably need a little bit of a boost. So we've got a bit of a mix of all those kind of businesses uh, in the brand. So this is just a cross-section of some of the brands that we've worked with. Quite a big variety, from you know bespoke gins, from vets on call to pizza ovens. uh, And uh, but they're all sort of typically they've got about 15 to 20 employees uh, and a turnover between three and five million pounds a year. So I want to show you just one case study of one of the, uh, one of the brands that we've worked with. Uh, it's called Grenade Carb Killer. I think you probably tell from the branding it's a sort of high energy sports bar skewing towards masculine, but basically for a very, very sporty, um, sporty uh, audience Uh, family business started about five years ago by sort of sports fanatic and his wife and they felt they got to a certain level uh, and they their turnover is about five million and they aimed to double that in the next five years so we devised a campaign for this before they had they had been advertising just online that's all that they'd done they thought that they could do everything via social media and they weren't particularly unhappy with it but obviously they were keen to explore any thing that, that, that might boost their business. Uh, so we devised um, an integrated campaign. This is in the West Midlands area. Uh, we had them in the local... Uh, we had experiential in shopping centres. They were giving out bars for the day. Uh, they were also on heart and outdoor. And here's an example of the radio advertisement that we use. It's not a groundbreaking advert, but it's just they've never actually been in radio before. Why do some snacks promise so much but always end up being just a little bit, you know, meh? Banish the bland and say goodbye to the boring with a delicious grenade carb killer. It's the low-sugar, high-protein chocolate bar that's the perfect on-the-go treat. Available in 12 triple-layered flavours. Thank you.